Right, hello and welcome back to another Villa On Tour podcast. This is the final video from the USA and look at the settings. We are right in the heart of Central Park. It's my first time being here. Look at the background. It doesn't get much better than this, mate. Obviously, I'm joined by Simon. How are you, mate? You okay? I'm really good, yeah. Really good. A bit gutted. It's the final final day of our uh, of our USA tour, isn't it? Um, but it's been, a, it's been a really good trip and what a, what a way to end it, really, by doing a, a podcast right in Central Park. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than this. It's Monday today. We're flying home in a couple of hours, half seven, because of all the time differences and weird things like that. We'll get home about 8am UK time. So going to be a bit of jet lag. And then we're off to Valencia on Friday, aren't we? Looking forward to that. So there's no rest for the wicked. And then it's the actual season. That's come around pretty quick, that has. So we've got Valencia on Saturday. Then we're making a weekend in Newcastle. So a lot going on. It doesn't stop, does it? No. No, it doesn't it? I think, as you said, the summer's been really, really quick this year, hasn't it? It's been a, yeah. A really quick, feels like there's been a really quick turnaround uh, for us to start the season, and yeah, it's come up, it's crept up, up, up on us really quickly, hasn't it? So yeah, as you say, off to Valencia this weekend, um, and then Newcastle, it never stops, does it? Yeah, absolutely loving it. So the last time we did a sit-down sort of podcast thing was on Monday afternoon in Orlando. A lot has happened since then. So we'll just talk about our trip, basically. Talk about a little bit, obviously you've seen the videos, if you haven't, go and check that out. That, check them out, because the support on them has been absolutely fantastic, like the comments from people in real life the comments on the videos has been amazing so if you haven't checked out the sort of series that we've done we've pretty much done a video every day so go and check that out if you haven't already but today we're just going to talk about sort of our trip in a little bit more detail what we've got up to things you might not have seen on the videos uh, and things like that so we'll get into it then mate like i said last time we did it was uh, last time we did a sit down podcast was in orlando what did you make of orlando because we, we changed our hotel didn't we? we went to international drive a little bit further south orlando like a lot of american cities is so so spread out but i really liked it in the end it was a nice place orlando obviously did Universal on Tuesday as well enjoyed it yeah I, I really really enjoyed Orlando it was the first time I'd been there and it was uh, yeah it was a perfect location wasn't it we, we, yeah. we went to a new hotel which was a really nice hotel right by all the bars all the restaurants right by all the theme parks yeah. and uh, obviously we had um, we had Universal booked didn't we for the Tuesday which we went to and so it was just really handy it was really handy where the hotel was wasn't it um, but yeah in Orlando in general I really liked it I thought everyone was really friendly all the all the restaurants and the bars were really really nice the area we were in was, 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 was lovely yeah. um, um, so yeah, I, I absolutely loved it, and, and the weather wasn't too bad, was it? I think everyone was talking about how hot it was going to be, and it was hot. It was hot, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as as I expected. To be honest with you, I felt like we coped with it pretty pretty well. Yeah, a lot of people were like when we were in Philadelphia. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, you're going to Orlando? Like, look after yourselves. It's so muggy." But I think we were lucky. I think the day we did Universal, we were okay. What did you make of Universal? Then I know we we spoke about it on the video at the time. Like, it, it lived up to expectations. It probably wasn't as big as we were expecting because everyone makes such a massive thing of Universal Studios. Like, you're expecting like huge things, and it, it was two. We did the two parks. It was it was brilliant. We did what three roller coasters in the day. Obviously. The the queuing times were massive but it was it was a fantastic experience and, and one off the bucket list wasn't it yeah I think yeah it was and I think you know I always wanted to get to Universal mainly predominantly for the Jurassic Park stuff and uh, so as we got to Universal we literally headed straight for there didn't we um, and I think we were fairly lucky I mean the, the longest we waited was like an hour and that was for the for, for the for the big Jurassic Park ride and so I think we did well there I mean our intention was never to to do every ride was it we were never, we never going to do that we, we, we never planned on doing that we wanted to do the main the main things and that's exactly what we did essentially but uh, yeah I, I really liked Universal I thought it was really good I thought the, the Jurassic Park roller coaster that we did was the best 
best roller coaster I've, I've ever done. Without it's one of the only roller coasters I've ever done. It was yeah. it was mental. Like what what was the stats? Like you looked it up on Wikipedia while we were in the queue. It was like what's the fastest like accelerating roller coaster in Florida? Something yeah. like that. Not to seventy or eighty miles an hour or something within two point two seconds. Like just just, like just saying that doesn't justify it. Like yeah. I've never felt anything like that roller coaster, but it was a great experience. Like it was just continuous, wasn't it? it never stopped. Like normally roller coasters, you have a bit of a break. Not on this one. Starts again, but it just carried on and carried on, didn't it? Um, but no, it was, it was great, wasn't it? It was great. And, but yeah, as you say, I think I think I was expecting Universal to be like a lot bigger than it actually was. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we did a couple of laps of it, didn't we, really? We, we, did, we, we, we did a lot of walking that day. We did Got a couple of laps yeah. of it. Um, but no, it was really good. And I think if anybody uh, if anybody comes to comes to Florida, then I'd, I'd put Universal down as, as one of the um, as, as one of the main things to do. Because it's not just rides, is it? There's a lot of things to do. A lot of seeing like, some of the film sets. And yeah, that's some really the, some, interesting. Some of the things that they built from the films through, through the years and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, highly recommend it. it. Was it was really good. Right then, let's talk about the Orlando game. Then um, it was what it's the only game out of the three that was in like a designated soccer slash football stadium. Obviously, home of Orlando City. The, the the day overall was fantastic though. We got the we got a taxi all the way up to the the sort of it was in downtown the pub before the game, um, which was about twenty minutes away because Orlando, like we said, was so so spread out. Um, but the pub was brilliant. The atmosphere before it was in an Irish bar, wasn't it? So it was really really impressive. These lads want to be on the video, um, but it was it was really good that pub, wasn't it? That Irish bar, obviously it was rammed. It was quite small in there. People coming up to us saying hello, like just it was the same in the Philadelphia game, and we'll come on to the game in Washington as well. But everybody saying hello, like it was buying us drinks, which was probably a downfall in the end. But it was just so kind. People were so lovely. Just a brilliant experience, wasn't it? It was, it was just things that you're just not going to forget. The whole day in Orlando was great, wasn't it? And uh, and everyone was so nice, which they've been on the, throughout the trip, haven't they? Like coming up to us, telling us their stories, really, how they became Villa fans and how they ended up in, uh, out here in the US um, and how they still followed Villa and and how much they appreciated, you know, the, the, the sort of match day vlogs that we do and how it brings them closer to to the club, being so far away. And so that was really nice to hear, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, we went to a little Irish pub in Orlando, yeah constantly kept the drinks were flowing weren't they <laughs> another drink kept appearing in your hand and as you say block whilst you've got another one yeah as well. it was a bit of, as you say it was a bit of a downfall <laughs> for us, especially for me i think because i definitely had a few too many that day like. oh good on you mate you're on holiday you deserve it, it just cost me 42 dollars for free uh, beers i just had a conversation with a bloke i said look mate wouldn't have cost me this in the north stand but yeah, no, it was it was great. It was really good, and uh, and it was handy because the state the, the the pub where we were was so close to the ground, wasn't it? It was only like a what was it a fifteen minute walk to the ground, uh, so that that made it absolutely perfect, didn't it? I mean, the whole shambles in the ground. Like we were waiting in the ground, and when we were walking to the ground, like the weather was was bad. You could hear the lightning and stuff, but as soon as you got in the concourse and was like looking out onto the pitch, and you saw like the the rain thundering down and the noise as well. Uh, our mate Paddy was with us, went and spoke to like the head of police there, and the policeman was like, "This ain't going to happen. Like this game ain't going to be on." And I went to go and speak to the steward and he was saying, yeah, look, this is Orlando. This is what happens. Like, it will happen. Give it an hour or so. I think, what's the rule? It's like, you need to give it 45 minutes after the last hearing of lightning or something like that. So what was the delay in the end? Was it just over an hour or something? Hour and 20. I think the game kicks off at 8.20, didn't it, in the end? So it was an hour and 20 minutes. So I was a little bit, I was a little bit worried that it was going to be called off. Um, But the the game was slow. Like, it was muggy. It was, like, wet. I mean, if you've seen the pictures of the players' shirts, like, yeah, you go on the pitch in claret shirts, but you come off in black shirts. Like, the sweat was ridiculous. It was a 
slow game, pretty forgettable game to be fair. Diaby obviously getting his debut goal, that was probably the highlight, wasn't it? I think so. It was a fairly routine, straightforward win, wasn't it? I don't think Fulham were were brilliant, they weren't at their best, but I'd all, equally I don't think Villa were. I think uh, Unai Emery said after the game he was a little bit disappointed with the shape that we had throughout the game. We lost yeah. the shape, we weren't great in possession, but I think overall we still managed to control the game, didn't we? I mean, we, st- we missed the penalty and Camacho also missed the assist straight after that as well, so we had a, we, we, we had a lot of chances um, and yeah, obviously we, we, we managed to get the win and it, was, and it was fairly routine, it was fairly comfortable, wasn't it? But not a lot to write home about, was it? It was just a fairly straightforward sort of friendly win. Yeah, the games were pretty forgettable overall to be fair, like you'd expect in hot conditions in, in pre-season of course. Um, the stadium was brilliant, I think it was probably my favourite stadium, like I said it was the only sort of designated football stadium. Uh, in the second half you would have seen that we went behind the goal sort of safe standing which was really nice, I really enjoyed that. The fans as well, the Villa fans, you could tell they were just absolutely just having the time of their lives wasn't it? Because a lot of them, like you said, it was just really interesting sort of hearing their stories and like why are they Villa supporters? A couple of them were from the UK, you know, either come over or emigrated, like living over here or whatever, but just the American fans who have no connection to Birmingham necessarily. It's just interesting to hear their thoughts, and you could tell they were just loving life and good on them. Yeah, absolutely. There was there was uh, there was absolutely loads of people we spoke to, wasn't there? there? Was a whole collection of people we spoke to, and uh, and every single one of them was so so ecstatic. Villa were out where they were from, or within a within a, a, a short drive for them. I mean, the amount of people we spoke to this week, we were talking about how oh, it's not far. It's only an eight hour drive, and that's and we normal. Like, oh my god, that's well, yeah. We moaned about a three hour drive to Newcastle, yeah. so uh, an eight hour drive felt round the corner to some of these guys. And so yeah, fair play to them. I'm so glad Villa came out here for them, really, because some people some people hadn't seen Villa for donkeys years had they and some some of the people we spoke to hadn't even hadn't even been to Villa Park yet which which was mad really so it's a really big thing for them Um, but yeah and about the ground I think it was probably my favourite one as well and I think purely for the fact that it was actually a football stadium, wasn't mm. it? You know, compared to the other like NFL grounds and stuff like that, it was actually a proper football stadium. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it was it was really really good. It was an early morning, wasn't it? Getting the train to uh, New York. Wait, I forgot what we did then. Yeah, train to New York, wasn't it? No, we flew. No, we flew. We flew. We flew, flew back to New York. See, this week has got it's been so hectic. I'm forgetting what we do because literally non-stop travel. Yeah, we flew to New York. That was fine. Then we thought we were just knackered, weren't we? Because that was such an early morning. So we were knackered on that Thursday. We, we walked around New York a little bit, but on to Friday, that was probably my favourite day of like the holiday I think obviously it wasn't football based it was purely like New York is if you've never been there before like it's just it's just incredible like the scenery if you've watched the New York video if you haven't watched that please go and check that out I know there's no football involved in it but it was just us in awe walking around this like incredible city and it's just it's just amazing to be here we've, we've come into New York a couple of times because we've obviously been all over the place this is like sort of our base so I just I just love that Friday it was incredible we packed so much in didn't we oh we did yeah I mean we started out we, we went to we went, we went up the top of the rock didn't we at the Rockefeller Centre uh, which gave undoubtedly the best views over New York you know you had the Empire State Building the shot you had uh, the World Trade Centre Central Park the other way the Statue of Liberty you had literally the whole of New York from the top of there and uh, we spent a, a, quite a while up there didn't we because we were just sort of we were just sort of taken aback by, by, by the incredible views and uh, so we started out with that um, where did we move on to next did we go to we went towards the 9-11 um, yeah, museum, so, yeah, we had know? a bit of lunch, and then we went to the 9/11 yeah. museum, which which was absolutely incredible. Like we we spent a bit of time around like the the memorial sort of area, but just the 9/11 museum was was incredible. Like again, if you're ever in New York, or whatever, you have to do that. It, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Like loves the New World Trade Center and the whole what they built around there, the whole the whole memorial to 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 all the people that lost their lives on on 9/11. It's just incredible, isn't it? And I think the museum. I mean, we we, we spent a, we were in the museum for a long time, really, weren't we? we were over over two 
two hours or so in the museum, um, and it just felt like you you had to give it that time to yeah. to, to to do it justice. Really, didn't didn't it? You know, it it was. I think I think they've done it so well. I think I think it was always going to be difficult for um, for them to build something there, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and yeah, I think what they did build was absolutely spawn, wasn't it? It was it's really well done and it's quite tasteful, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Like it's it's just so powerful, and you can tell when you go in there, like everybody's in silence there's so much to see some of the some of the things they've got in there is amazing like they've got fire engines in there that were obviously had um debris fall on them and just like absolutely battered and just seeing some of the stuff in there seeing some of the videos and like phone calls voicemails i don't want to go too much into it because but it is just so powerful and the way they've done it is amazing so again if you're ever in new york please please go and do that um some of the other things we did as well staten island ferry that was good incredible views of new york and again for free can't turn that down, can we? No, it's the one way you can get a boat. Well, it's probably the only way you can get a boat in, in New York uh, and see sort of the sights of Lower Manhattan uh, for absolutely free. Um, you, you know, you, you'd pay decent money on, on, on the sort of tourist sort of boats. And yet Staten Island Ferry is predominantly uh, a, a, commute, a commuter sort of um, mode of transport. And so, yeah, we did that. It runs, runs all, all hours of the day. And so, yeah, we did that, didn't we? Uh, we, we, just, we just did a round trip, didn't we? We went over to Staten Island and then we just came straight back to Manhattan. But we, were, we managed to see the Statue of Liberty and all the other sites in Lower Manhattan right from the boat, over the water, over the Hudson. So, um, yeah, it was that, that was really, really nice, wasn't it? And I think it was just as the sort of the sun was sort of setting, wasn't it? So it was a, a really, really nice place, yeah. Yeah, you could probably spend a week in New York spending loads of time doing whatever but the fact we only had like a day we packed a lot in didn't we we then went to the legends bar which is like the home of new york lions hq there was there was a few people in there which was nice speaking to some really really lovely people i think one of them was came over from erdington i think the rest of them were american supported villa all in villa shirts there was villa memorabilia all over the all over the walls and stuff but just speaking to them and just just chatting about villa because the good thing is like we don't know these people they don't know us like yeah you've seen us on the videos and stuff but you've all got that thing in common in Aston Villa and it just gives you like that that talking point to just go at and then the conversation can just just flow forever like just having Aston Villa in common when speaking to people you don't know at all it's, it's amazing yeah it's, it's, a, it's an easy uh, conversation starter isn't it and uh, I think I, I, I just love hearing the stories of everybody how they ended up coming to the States kind of thing and you know what there was their life in Birmingham or the UK prior to that, if if, if that was how if, if that was how they ended up, but um, yeah, I, I, I just love I just love hearing everyone's stories because everyone's totally different, aren't they? But we all have, as you just said, we all have that one common thing, you know, one thing in common, which is which is our sort of support and passion for Aston Villa, and uh, and so yeah, it's it's really nice and just hearing how how those guys meet up on on every match day and also you know support together whatever whatever time of the day. They were talking about the Blues game a few years ago when they all yeah. met up at six o'clock in the morning. The bar opened specially for them at six o'clock in the morning which it was packed by the way as well yeah we, we saw a picture of it like, yeah. you couldn't move could you? <laughs> it, was just, it was incredible and so yeah just, just to talk to them guys and just listen to the support that they give our club from from all this way it was 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 really nice yeah, yeah saturday was was washington we went to washington that day and there was a huge major storm that sort of disrupted our day around the pool which was a little bit annoying um, but obviously sunday was match day again 12 o'clock kickoff which was a little bit different um everyone was moaning about the stadium actually but i thought it was amazing it was i think it's one of the oldest stadiums in, in the NFL in Washington, so like really out the way as well, like nowhere near the centre of Washington DC. But luckily, it was close to our hotel. Again, another brilliant match day. And in terms of the game, mate, I know we, we drew in the end, bit of a slow start as well. But Villa played some great stuff in that game. Yeah, they did absolutely. I thought. I, I think overall, I think. I think we've been really positive during this pre-season, okay? Maybe the results haven't been there, but that's not what you come into pre-season yeah. for, is it? You, you try out different things, and I think that's what Villa especially did 
um, in in that game uh, against Brentford um, in Washington. I think you know we tried out you know Torres at sort of a left back sort mm. of role, and um, we tried Matty Cash a little bit further forward, and you know we, we were trying out different things, weren't we? Um, but I think the fo- some of the football we played was absolutely. You know, brilliant, and I think the the opening sort of ten minutes or so, the football we were playing was absolutely brilliant, and uh, you know, Brentford sort of took the lead against the run of play, essentially, wasn't it? And okay, yeah, we had we had lapses in concentration defensively, I think, throughout the game, and I think that's been a bit of a common theme so far. It was the sort of the same against Newcastle in the first game in Philadelphia, um, but I think overall, I think I think they'll take a lot of positives away from it. I think we've we, we've shown what we can do going forward. I don't think scoring goals is going to be an issue this season, yeah. um, as you can see. I think Diaby looks unbelievable. I think yeah. Tielemans looks like he's settled in really well as well. So yeah, I think you know we we were obviously trying new stuff, weren't we? And I think we 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 put we popped Torres over on that left hand side, and um, I think it's going to take a little while for Torres to settle in. Probably, I think he was he's good on the ball, isn't he? You can see he's quite good on the ball, but um, I think he might take a little bit of time for him to, if he's going to play that role. He might take a little bit of time to get used to it. I think he, he showed to play the inside a little bit too much, didn't he? And that's where uh, Brentford, one of Brentford's goals came from. Um, I don't know. I think there's been a lot of debate, hasn't there, about the centre-halves um, in terms of who we're going to start when we when we come to play Newcastle. And I could be totally wrong with this, but I just have a feeling that Torres might be easing through it gently. We might end up seeing Mings and Conza start the season. There's a bit of a, you know... Use what you know, sort of thing, to start off with, and gently sort of bed him in during like Europa Conference League games or whatever. But that's not to say that Torres is a good player and not a good signing. He'll be absolutely brilliant for us. Um, but yeah, I think there's been a lot of debate on social media about what our centre half pairing might be, and I, I just get the feeling it, it, we might, it might. I think people might be a little bit surprised. He might not be in that starting eleven come the start of the season. Mm. It's just nice to have options, isn't it? I mean, when team news was uh, announced yesterday, I was looking at it thinking that's pretty strong. That is, and then you go down the bench and think, well, that's pretty bloody strong as well like in, in previous seasons even last year you're thinking well realistically who's going to come off the bench here and change something if needs be I think in pre-season games you mentioned it yesterday of course but we were just you know we were in our flow whatever but then once you make sort of five six seven changes it's going to disrupt the game isn't it that's probably why I end up being in being three three in the end but it, it's just great so refreshing to have them options coming off the bench wasn't it like Tielemans who was man of the match in Orlando he was coming off the bench like Archer who I think has been, been a little bit slow starved to service possibly would have been nice to see him sort of put your stamp on the game a little bit I don't know is that being too harsh but it's good to have options isn't it and we've got that pretty much across the park now yeah we have we have and I think you know we're not I don't think we think we're far away from being done if I'm being honest in terms of the transfer window I think I know there's people out there who will always want one or two more or three more and I think I think as you and I said Villa's Villa's options will always be open until the end of the transfer window in case something pops up and I think Villa might maybe get maybe one Potentially at a very max two more, depending on what, depending on outgoings as well. I think Villa will obviously spend the next couple of weeks trying to get some players out the door as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the likes of like Chambers or Dendonka, Troyore move on if they got offers, Coutinho even. Um, again, it's a big if though, isn't it? And we've, it's not likely that we're going to get all these players off off the books. And so if we do, I think we could see another couple in. I think, I think, I think you'll try and get another attacking sort of player in personally um, and I think there's still been rumours swirling around about um, a thought of another right back and I, I kind of feel like that's dependent on whether we can get rid of Chambers though as well because um, he said the other day that Chambers is now thinking of more as a right back or a midfielder rather than a centre half and so I think whether we, if we, if we if we get a full back in I think that'll signal that Chambers will be moving on but yeah I, I don't think we're far away to be honest I don't think we're far away we've got a lot of options now we've got 
mostly two players for every position. Um, I don't, and, he, and he said the other day that he didn't want a new goalkeeper, which is his decision, fair enough. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're far away. And obviously, we're only a couple of weeks away from the start of the season. And um, I think the games against Lazio and Valencia this week will probably tell us more in terms of his starting eleven for that Newcastle game. Well, they're big tests, aren't they, against two pretty established uh, European sides. I know Valencia have had a pretty crap season last year. Then they came 16, so make of that what you will. But, like, playing big European sides twice in three days that's going to be good obviously a week before the season as well but just some of the stuff we were playing yesterday as well like just so fluid and it, it moves so fast like we were looking at it trying to work out who was playing where when the team sheets came out we were like right Pau Torres is, is going to be a left back but obviously Cash is going to bump forward everyone's going to shift over that sort of thing like when we've got the ball we just move it so well and you can see like patterns are emerging and for example Diaby's been here what literally two games he's come at you were saying on the train earlier like he's come over from straight from Germany to America he hasn't even been to Bodymore Heath or anything yet and he's playing like he's an established player like he looks like he's linking up well with with Watkins with all the players around him Wendy or whatever just just looks good like the patterns you can see like this is really encouraging we're going to score goals this season oh, 100% I think Diaby's uh, link up play with Watkins already has been really good to be honest I think, I think they, they look like they've been playing together for, for absolute months rather than just two games and so uh, yeah 100% he looks good he looks really good Diaby does and I think um I think he'll be a star of Villa's season, to be honest. But just to mention some of the other players, though, I think some of these patterns carry on from last season, really, like the Kamaras and Louise of this world. And just a shout-out again for John McGinn, because that man at the moment is just something else. He's just His game has just gone up so many levels. And um, again, he was probably the best player on the pitch again yesterday, really. Um, he's just incredible. He's just got that energy, hasn't he? And he doesn't, look, he doesn't misplace many passes anymore. And he just wins the ball constantly. And he gets you up the pitch, and then he's up the pitch himself and he just keeps going he's the bloke's machine isn't he essentially and um, yeah I think John McGinn's gonna I said to you yesterday John McGinn's the first name on the Villa team sheet and, and I stand by that I, I think he's the most important player Villa have to be honest yeah just on John McGinn like sometimes when I when I look at Villa players I, when they've got the ball I sort of think oh I'm a bit nervous here but whenever John McGinn has the ball I just have complete trust yeah. I just complete trust that he knows what to do he's sort of got eyes in the back of his head he can turn on a sixpence he can use that burst of, burst of speed literally the amount of times yesterday he got the this is probably down to Brentford's poor defending. The amount of times he got the ball in space, turned and like just drove so quick with that burst of pace. It's really impressive. Just a quick mention on that Conta goal as well, by the way. That was ridiculous. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, it was mad, wasn't it? It was absolutely mad. I mean, it was at a time when we were hanging on a bit, weren't we? we were yeah, a little down. bit. We were hanging on. You're thinking, okay, if he goes 3 0 there, then it's sort of game over. But uh, Conza just comes out with some sort of mad Alan Hutton style sort of run. And uh, yeah, less, less said about the, the Brentford <laughs> defending, the better, probably. Don't think he was the best <laughs> defending, but we're not going to talk about that it was a great run um, and what a finish as well by the way yeah it was amazing and that completed the US tour Just, I mean after that we went to see the White House and things like that uh, went to the pub where a few Villa fans were as well had some award winning pizza which was nice but that completes the US tour mate and it's been an absolute blast like we've been here what nine days now came last Saturday you're seeing this on Tuesday or Wednesday it's obviously still Monday now but it just feels like it's gone so quick been here nine days it's just been the trip of a lifetime absolute non-stop it's been great yeah and it's because we've been so busy it's gone so fast because we've been that busy we packed so much into it but um, yeah just a big thank you really to all the all the Villa fans that we've met out here in the US it's uh, you know you, your kindness and your generosity to us has been has been like out, out of this world really we do really appreciate all the comments and all the chats and all the drinks that, that we've had um, but everyone's just been so welcoming haven't they and uh, it has been I think I said to you this is a trip of a lifetime for us kind of thing this is the first time I've ever done a really big pre-season trip um, 
and uh, and yeah, it's been everything that we thought it was going to be, and probably more, really, hasn't it? So yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, it's an absolute absolute pleasure. And like, even for example, a, a guy called Justin from from Washington invited us out for dinner, like offered to pay for it. Like these things, like people have never met us, like, and they just feel like they know us. And it's just it's just an absolute pleasure. Like you said, people buying us drinks, people coming over and just shaking our hands and just saying thank you. And and for me, like making videos for the last five, six, seven years, it, I don't feel like I should be thanked. Like it's just you know I take this little camera to the football and, and make a few stupid videos with my mates like at, at the football that we do anyway really I just decide to make videos and make a laugh out of it and the fact that it's it's so important to people and like so many people all over the world like when we went to Dubai people were saying stuff in America everywhere we've been people from all over America all over the place people are saying saying thank you and, and it, it creates so much for their sort of match match day experience and it's so important to them so again just an absolute massive thank you this American tour has been amazing like I said it's been absolutely what we dreamed of and more um, and the videos even people that haven't come up to us even the comments on the videos if you've watched any of the videos left a comment a lovely comment thank you so much because the comments on them have, have been really really nice people saying they've really really loved the videos so we both really really appreciate that I think you know what the whole trip's been been, been great hasn't it it's met so many good people um, you know we've had some great great weather some, we've seen a lot of goals some good football um, it's been really positive on the football side of things and then we've just had an absolute blast haven't we so yeah it's been incredible been an absolute trip of a lifetime like I just feel like in the last week or so we've just lived the dream like following the villa in so many brand new cities in America for me creating videos as well constantly that's what I enjoy doing staying up late editing the videos putting my spin on it and then seeing the feedback from people on Twitter Instagram on the YouTube comments as well it's just been amazing so uh, yeah thank you so much for your support I keep saying thank you but we really really do appreciate it the next time you'll see us we'll be in Valencia next week um, off to Spain no rest for the wicked obviously we've got uh, Lazio on Thursday I won't make a video on that I am going but I won't make a video on that because it'll just be I mean it's at Warsaw isn't it so it's not going to be amazing it should be a good test though like we said earlier um, but next time we'll see us like I said we'll be at Valencia looking forward to that mate in the sun another sunny Villa away day can't complain yeah it should be good it's going to feel weird isn't it only back only back home for what yeah. two three days sort of thing and then off we go again kind of thing so that's a nice short and sweet that one though it's only it's only a sort of long weekend job isn't it so and then we'll be all ready for newcastle so yeah should exactly. be good. that's how we do it on villa on tour if you have enjoyed this video please do leave a like like i said earlier if you haven't checked out the other videos please go and do that because i'm really proud of them the support has been amazing so go and check out the previous videos thank you so much for watching we'll see you next week in spain up the villa <laughs>